Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. It's Dallas Davison here with Michael Hogue again today uh, for our next episode of the Money Over 50 podcast. Today we want to talk about uh, an article that Michael recently wrote. Uh, it was actually called, What Are You Worried About? So Michael, can you briefly explain what that article was about and your thoughts? Yes, thanks Dallas. A um, uh, bit of background. So Dallas and I, uh, during September, recently attended the Tax Institute of Australia's uh, 2019 superannuation and taxation uh, training days, um, during which one of the sessions was an economic update. Uh, the economic update was uh, by Craig James from Comsec. Uh, it was it was quite a good economic update. As far as they go, yeah. As far as they go, um, before look before Craig had even started speaking, um, I'd come to the realization that, geez, I've I've sat in on dozens of these things over the years and none of them have any bearing on where we are right now in 2019. Yeah. Um, they'd only ever told the story up until that point in time. Yeah. So, I've, you know, going way back uh, when I first entered the industry in 2001, you know, the 2001 economic update that I happened to sit on in on uh, at the time at, at, at whatever professional development day that I was at, told the story up until 2001. Yeah. Um, the 2003 one told the story up until 2003. Yeah. None of that has had any, any bearing on, on, on you know, where we are today. Yeah. Um, and that, so, that's yeah. always the way, isn't it, like with an economic update, is that it tends to follow the same sort of pattern, which is here are some statistics about things that have happened, you know, mm-hmm. in the last year, five years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, there's normally a few things of, and we predict this to happen and we predict this to happen, which is all just, you know, basically, uh, you know, exists to make astronomy look respectable, those sorts of forecasts, because there's just no basis in fact, really. It, it, it does, and I mean, we could get completely off topic here and we could digress yeah. a lot. Um, what it's attempting to do is to predict those things that we have absolutely no control over. Yeah. And... Um, and that we're more or less wasting our time by engaging in yeah. because we have no control over them. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost as if people try to lull themselves into uh, the sense of control yeah. uh, by, by merely talking about those yeah. things. So Yeah, I think that, that's exactly right. There's a lot of that where we sort of think, if we think about this and if we talk about this, then maybe we'll be able to read a pattern in, you know, I always think it's no different to if you go to the casino and you, you see the roulette table and people will go, red came up these last three times, then black came up, then this happened. Then it, it, it has no, no bearing on you. You cannot read that pattern looking forward. And that's, 
that's I guess the the main one of the points that that you make there is that we just we don't know we can have all the data we can look at those things we can't control that we can't not only can we not predict what's going to happen with that but we can't even if we could predict it we can't control what's going to happen there anyway that's right um the the you know the second realization that i had uh, during craig's talk was that hey um as human beings it's it suddenly dawned upon me we we actually have to have something to worry about yeah. as a species now whether that's thrust upon us by the media um and and you know craig although he's an economist he is part of the media yeah. which i would say is part of the problem <laughs> uh, because because bad news sells so some of these worries are thrust upon us yeah. by the by the media yeah but um yeah as as, as he got through his talk I went, geez, things have actually been pretty good in the yeah. last well, 10 years, but particularly good in the last five years. But the way that it was pitched yeah. um, was that, it was that you know, we had some real concerns and some real worries. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, and that was kind of, I guess, your, your takeaway was that of, of what, I know you had more numbers and, and a bit more detail in your article but but basically the main point was that things are things have been pretty good and and yet there's no way that we would we would see any news about about how things have been really good over the last five years it just doesn't doesn't come up at all that that's right i mean um some of the biggest concerns at the moment uh recalling a, a trump and brexit now there was no other yeah uh, information provided except for yeah. Trump was a concern yeah. and Brexit was concerned. It wasn't yeah. that Trump would cause this or Brexit would cause that. That's right. It was just Trump and yeah. Brexit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you had some ridiculous things in there like the uh, inverted uh, yield curve, yeah. uh, which which I'm convinced is just made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when, I mean, when we when we got down to it, there, there was a lot of things that are presented as a, a real concern. I mean, if you read the paper or, or watch the news lately, you know, the the um, the the Reserve Bank of Australia is concerned that that uh, inflation yeah. isn't rising as much as it should be. It should be. Yeah. Now, now, it seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah. The price of goods and services that we buy aren't going up. Yeah. So yeah. we're concerned about that. Yeah. And and it, again, it looked. That that's a meaningless stat yeah. without um, knowing at least one other stat, and that other stat is um, how is unemployment? Unemployment's really really low at this point in time, so the chances are that you have yeah. a job. Yeah. Um, costs aren't rising the yeah. way that the Reserve Bank would like them to rise. Yeah. And it, yeah, you know, it's meaningless without that, and it's probably meaningless without another stat, which is another concern: is that the the um, uh, people's wages aren't growing as much yeah. as the Reserve Bank of Australia yeah. would like as well. Now, if you marry that up with the fact that, that A, you probably have a job, yeah. um, and B, the, the cost of the things that you're buying aren't getting more expensive, aren't getting more expensive then, then it's not as big of a problem as it's made out to be, yeah. the fact that your wages aren't growing with historical rates yeah. of growth. Yeah, And that, I guess... Is, is exactly kind of the point that you're making is that each of these things in isolation you could pull that out and, and write a really catchy um, news headline about how wage growth is slowed or this has happened or the RBA is worried about this but that touches on exactly what you're saying which is that human nature is that we've got to latch hold of something to be worried about it's just you know 
the best way to get someone to worry is to say don't worry and so that's that's to me one of the 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 points from your article which we see all the time is that you just it's never going to happen that you say to someone don't worry about anything we Mm. are human beings we are going to latch onto something to be worried about and so Mm. one of the main takeaways that that you that you sort of said was that if you're going to worry about something which you are because we're human beings why don't we pick something that is actually useful and that and that we can do something about as the thing to worry about yeah that's correct um there's a there's a there's a, there's a great diagram by a guy called carl richards who um is known as the sketch guy uh in he's not that familiar in australia but he, he has a column in the in the new york times yeah um and he's known for his simple uh, diagrams yeah and he has two circles, and we obviously we're we're speaking on a podcast, so I can't draw it for you. But um, there's one circle that says things that you should worry about, yeah. and there's another circle that intersects uh, the first circle that says things that are inside of our control, yeah. and um, uh, and and basically. Uh, where those two circles intersect, that little area that's shaded out that's are things that you should be worried about. Yeah. Because there are so many things yeah. that you can't control, that none of us can control. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there, and there uh, equally, there are other unimportant things yeah. that people tend to, yeah. to worry about that possibly know. are in their control, yeah. um, uh, but uh, are unimportant in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So it's really only those important things and those things that we have some sort of control over or can impact yeah. upon. I think that's probably the things a, that we need to be worried about. A great way to think of it as, like I say, we, we can't stop worrying about things, but it's probably a good test of, is, is this thing that I'm worried about worth my time? Is two things, you know, number one, the first test, does it actually matter? Is, is it... Is it important? Does it matter to me at mm. all? And that's only the first, the first part of it. And I think that's where, like you're saying, we get caught up on that and worrying about things and taking things in isolation and we worry about something that we think is important. But then the second bit of that is, is the, the, the very freeing part, I think, for most people is to go, worrying about something that even if it is important and even if it is an issue and even if it is something that is going to affect your life, the second step of that is is the key really which is that, mm. is there something i can do about it can mm. i can i do something about that can i control that and if not then you're really just wasting your, your time and energy worrying about that because i guess the other part of it is that your your energy and your concerns are a finite resource so yes every minute that you spend worrying about that thing that you can't control is just a minute that you you could be spending on something that you can actually control Yes, yeah, that's right. So, I guess as a as a good way to as as we sort of get towards the end, can you think of a list of a few things off the top of your head that things that either things that we shouldn't be worrying about and things that instead of spending that time on worrying about them, what should we be thinking about or concerned with? Yeah, well, I'm I'm a, a huge believer in uh, controlling the inputs yeah. and the uh, outputs will take care of themselves. Yeah. So, um, for example, if you're 10 years out from retirement right now, um, uh, one of the great things to look at is to work backwards. So work out where you need to be yeah. uh, at retirement from a, 
from an assets point of view and, and, and where your superannuation needs to be valued at, um, yeah, work out uh, what, what, what you can control is, is or what you know is, is how many fortnightly pays yeah. you have. Uh, and you have a maximum of 260 yeah, over, over that 10-year period. Um, uh, you can control, to an extent, some of the expenses, that is, you know, some yeah. where your money goes yeah. um, at the moment. So if you work backwards, you can, you can work out, okay, how much do I need to put in to yeah. my superannuation fund, for example, yeah. on each one of those consecutive 26 fortnights. Now, um, uh, in built into that will be the assumption that you'll be paid over those 26 period you know, yeah. uh, pay packets. You have no control over that. No, that's right. Um, inbuilt into that will be uh, you'll need X amount of rate of return to, to help you along the way uh, yeah. on your superannuation, and that's whether it returns 3%, 4%, 5%, you know, 8%, 10%. Yeah. Um, uh, to an extent, you can, you can give yourself the best chance of getting an 8% return yeah. if you choose um, one investment strategy over another. Um, you actually, you, I mean, you have absolutely no control over over whether you will um, hit that rate of return or not yeah. because we can't control yeah. investment markets. Um, but, yeah. but there's, I mean, there's things that you, yeah, you and you shouldn't worry about that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't yeah. worry about what the actual rate of return would be. You shouldn't worry about yeah. short term sh- uh, noise, which is yeah. is is um, uh, those investment markets. Dipping down for a period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. These. This is all just noise designed to distract you. Yeah. Uh, certainly, there's a entire industry out there called the media yeah. that will will um, uh, gladly uh, throw that in your face when that happens because they're in the the business of selling newspapers yeah. and and the, they sell newspapers by worrying people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, just. Just legitimately the things that you can have some sort of impact yeah. and control and on. I think that's a good example of you know, the, the returns on your superannuation fund over the last 10 years. If, you, if you've got 10 years to go, it's the same thing where it's a, it is an important thing and it's something that you need to get right. But worrying about it month to month doesn't help. What you actually need to do is sit down and work out a plan of, okay, what can I do with my retirement savings that is... How can I invest that money in a way that is going to maximise the likelihood of getting me the return that I need, mm. and and I'm going to uh, I'm going to do everything that I can to to get that return and to make that happen. Yes. And then I'm going to put that aside, and instead of worrying about that week to week about is the you know, markets up down sideways, I've done all the worrying about that that I can. I've controlled every bit of that that I possibly can. I've invested my retirement savings in the best way for me. Now, what I can control every fortnight is, like you say, your, your savings rate. How much money am I putting aside for that? Uh, I, think, I think that's, I guess, the, the, another part of it is that within each of these bits, there are there is only so much you can control, and mm. it, it, it's a similar thing we see with even with your, your saving rate. Where if you're spending sixty thousand dollars a year, there's probably some low hanging fruit of you know, the first $10,000 of savings, if you really need to try and cut back on those expenses, you can probably find that first 10000 pretty easy. But then after that, you're probably just going to torture yourself and worry about it and stress about it to try and find every extra dollar of savings that just might not be there. Yes, that's it's, right. It's the same kind of thing where 
even with something you can control, which is your savings. Let's let's worry about it. Let's think about it as much as we need to 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 get a plan in place and to make that happen. And then once we've got a budget, we've got a system in place where we're putting aside the money we need to. Just don't worry about it week to week. Just go and enjoy your life, and don't don't spend more time worrying about that than than what you you're actually going to get from it. That's right. I know it's certainly the feedback that we get from from. Uh, a lot of their clients, as you know, is that they, they love having the plan in place because they, they can put it out of their mind yep. to an extent then, yeah. um, where we say, you know, it's this much every fortnight. Yeah. And, um, you know, we obviously pick up the, the, the low-hanging fruit, like you said, as well, where we yeah. get the uh, maximum tax deductions that they can achieve for that year, yeah. um, you, know, you know, give themselves the best chance of getting that, the return that they need. Um, yeah. Uh, can we control what the government does for tax rates next year or tax deductions? No, we can't. We yeah. can move with the times. Can we control what the, yeah. the investment markets do in the short term? Certainly not. Yeah. Um, they'll be up, down and sideways. Yeah. Uh, but, but certainly sticking to the plan does, does pay off for people and having a plan in place. I, th- I think that's, that's a, great way, a great place to wrap up. Is that, um, so I guess my thoughts or my takeaways from the article that you wrote were Whenever you find yourself worrying about something to do with your with your financial situation, there's there's two steps. There is number yep. one: does this matter at all? And yep. second step: can I control it? And it's only if you answer yes to both those questions that you then need to, as you say, sit down and come up with a plan around how can I control this in the best possible way. Yes. Um, just before we wrap up, too, can I say it's it's great to be back in the podcast booth with you. So. <laughs> Um, uh, it's been a while, so yeah, yeah. it's um, so our, our most recent podcast that went up, which yeah. is called "Why Ninety Nine Percent of People Shouldn't Have a Self Managed Superannuation Fund," we actually shot that in at the end of May. Um, really? It was because in that podcast uh, we made reference to the fact that I forgot my wife's birthday, <laughs> which I know to be on the twenty eighth of May. Looking back, <laughs> so. Uh, so it's been it's been um, it's been it's been a while. We shot that podcast um, then. I mean, we had others since then, but yeah. just in just most recently, we've um, we've had four really good podcasts yeah, with uh, special guests. Special guests. So we had three with um, yeah. Maria Pandalo we'll, from we'll Travel get, Managers. We'll probably uh, get feedback from from this one. To say, <laughs> get rid of that Dallas. It's it's really good to to be back. Um, I think I've missed arguing with you, and we haven't really argued that much in this it podcast. Was, uh, but um, it's but, probably a new experience where you've written something and had, and I've just gone, yeah, I agree with all of that. Normally, I'd yeah. be sitting on the side taking taking pot shots at things that I disagreed with. Or... Maria and Kathy, our guest podcast, uh, our podcast guests, were far too kind and pleasant yeah. and polite to <laughs> argue with me. So. So uh, it's yeah. something I've really missed. So yeah. it's good. Well, it's good to be I'm, back in the podcast. I'm sure with, that the next one we record, there'll be something that I want to can. <laughs> so good. Um, no worries. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.